right. It has been our privilege for the last 51 years to have this gentleman as the play-by-play voice of the Phoenix Suns. It's our privilege to have him every Wednesday in Al About the Suns, the one, the only, in his 51st year, Al McCoy. Hello, Al. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Tim, Vic, good to uh, visit with you. Always Always great to visit with you, Al. Let's start with the state of the basketball team. No Cam Johnson. Chris Paul's got a heel issue. Torrey Craig's in the starting lineup. It feels like this team's kind of hanging on by its fingernails here. What should we expect in the next few games? Well, you know, it's an interesting point that you bring up, and uh, I was thinking about this after this uh, last game on the road and uh, looking around the NBA. Uh, I'm a little concerned uh, about what's happening with the Suns. I, uh, I'm going to point out this morning with you a couple of players I think need to uh, step up offensively uh, and some changes they're going to have to make with players out. But the crazy thing is, and I'm anxious to hear your comments, look what's happening around the league. It just seems to be the same thing that's now happening with the Suns. Uh, outside of uh, Milwaukee, and they finally lost when they had to set their superstar down. Every team seems to be playing maybe a, a good game one night, and then somebody gets a hangnail and he's out, <laughs> and then, then, they, then they can't can't win a game. Look like they've never played together before, and uh, then they look real good and play a game and beat somebody they shouldn't. It's just kind of a crazy start to the NBA. You kind of get that same feeling that I do. That yeah, I do. Right now, kind of looks like the teams are just saying, "Oh, this is the start of the season." Uh, let's just go along here because we know eventually what's going to happen. The good teams will set up and the playoffs will be ready. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're right about that. I mean, I'm, I'm looking and I, I can't understand how the Utah Jazz are doing what they're doing. I'm looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, 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 I, and I can't believe Anthony Davis is injured again. Oh, wait, actually, I am very, very yep. not surprised by that. No, I think you're right. I think it's it's been a very weird beginning to this season. Yeah, and I think uh, as far as the Suns are concerned, and uh, apparently Chris Paul won't play tonight. Although, after the game the other night, he said, well, he could have played the second half. He could have, but he didn't. Well, then why didn't he? Right? If he could have, why didn't he? Uh, Obviously, uh, I've had concerns with Cam Johnson from the beginning because it just looked like he was going to be injury prone. You know, he's not a big, strong, physical guy. So he's gone. He's out probably for a couple of months. That means somebody else is going to step up offensively. And I think the players are there. I'm talking probably about Mikel Bridges. We know he's capable of having big offensive nights. But to score, you got to shoot the basketball. And some nights we, we look at a halftime stat, and uh, he's taking two shots. Well, he has to become a lot more active offensively. And my guy, D.A., DeAndre Ayton, he has got to be a lot more active offensively. With Cam Johnson out, somebody's got to fill that gap. The players are there, and they just have to step up their offensive game. Yeah, Al, you know, I was saying it the other day. Both Aiton and Bridges can score, obviously, and they can score big. But sometimes, especially Bridges, maybe he doesn't have the scorer's mentality. And I think as long as Chris Paul is a little banged up and kind of reluctant to shoot the ball right now, Al, even when he's out there, and Cam Johnson being out, and Jay Crowder being wherever, they need Bridges to have that scorer's mentality as opposed to just a guy who can score. 
Well, that's what I'm saying, and we know he can do it because he's had those big nights when he scored 27, 28, 29 points. We know it's there, and this is where the coaching staff has to work with him and say, now, Mikel, uh, we know what you can do defensively. Uh, That's not a question mark. We want you to continue that. But you have to step up offensively. And then the same thing with D.A. Now, he gets an early foul trouble, and, you know, we're not going to get into that. The Suns don't get calls, and they don't get to the free throw line only about one every six or seven games, but we won't talk about that. That hasn't changed. It's not going to change. But D.A. is going to have to come out and play his game. Mm-hmm. If he picks up four fouls in the first quarter, he picks up four fouls. But get some points up on the board and be active offensively. Well said. All right, Al. So you take a look. Here's the thing a lot of fans are, are having a hard time understanding. So if, if the team is is short on quality players given injuries and, and the like, and Jay Crowder is out there still being paid by the team without a job releasing videos, why can't these two sides find a way to build a bridge to let bygones be bygones and, and kind of reconnect a little bit? Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are probably the same as yours. Uh, I I don't know what's going on. I can't figure out why there's not a communication uh, between uh, the Suns and Jay Crowder at all. You would think that certainly something could be put together between the two. Uh, We have an outstanding GM, James Jones, and he's a great communicator. We know that. But there doesn't seem to be any communicating going on. Now, Torrey Craig has done a good job, uh, limited to what he can do, but he plays hard. He rebounds. I was a little surprised that we didn't see Dario Saric the other night. I mean, when he has gotten some minutes in a couple of games, I think he's responded pretty well. Uh, Those two have to fill the gap. But the Crowder thing to me is a mystery. It really is. It really is, Alan. I, that was that was actually going to be my next question about Saric. Craig starts now in in place of Johnson. Suns score eighty eight points. Tory Craig does a lot of nice things, but knocking down threes, I don't think, is high on his on his, on his list of of attributes. If the Suns continue to struggle a little bit offensively, do you think Monty might give Dario Saric a shot at that that role at the starting three to try to generate? Well, I would more think offense? so. Yeah. As I said. Uh, I've talked with Dario. He said he's in great shape. He feels great. He's ready to play. Uh, and the few minutes that he has uh, been able to pick up, I think he's been uh, pretty competitive. Uh, he has size. He can rebound. He can defend. He can hit a three. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on there. Maybe is is uh, are they thinking about a deal or a trade that might involve him? But I wouldn't think that would prevent him from playing. But who, who knows? But yeah. right now. There are a lot of questions, not only, as I said at the start of our conversation, not only with the Suns, but around the NBA. And if you were following the Golden State Warriors, how would you be feeling this morning? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, here's my last question. Now, not everybody is like you, Al, where you're in your prime for five decades, and it's part of one of the amazing things about Al McCoy. Chris Paul, though, listen, I've seen him the last couple of seasons kind of slow roll his way into shape, and and he doesn't look all that quick at the beginning, but then, you know, maybe a month into the season, he's got his juice and his legs back. Any concerns that it might not be coming back, that that maybe Chris is kind of coming down the mountain a little bit? 
Well, listen, getting old is not for sissies. We know that. <laughs> so it's, it's certainly uh, a, a right. possibility. <laughs> I, I think the Suns have to think about that. Uh, fortunately, uh, Cameron Payne has shown uh, some strong moments. And uh, I, I like Lee. I think Lee has come in. and He can hit a three and he can defend. Uh, but uh, what the future holds... Uh, for the, the CP3 is a little bit of a question mark right now. As I said, I was kind of surprised the other night when he said after the game that, well, he could have played in the second half. And then they say maybe he won't play tonight. Uh, not questions. Those are questions that have to be answered. And yep. uh, just I think the bottom line again, as I mentioned when we started our conversation, is some other players have to step up. That We know that, and that is going to have to happen. With Cam Johnson out, with CP3 maybe getting some limited time, other players, the two we mentioned, Mikel Bridges, DeAndre Ayton in particular, have to step up their offensive game. You are the best, Al. Thank you Thanks, so much. Al. We'll talk to you next week.